Either way, Mama's coming home with a Super Bowl win tonight. So, before I start preaching, let me do a survey. We got the Eagles fans in the house. Come on, make some noise. All right. So Psalm 103.5 says, your youth is renewed like the Eagles. We got any Chief fans here this morning? All right, all six of you. That's good. But you know what? There's a Bible verse for you, too. Exodus 30, 16. Tell the Chief the Lord has heard you call. So we got Chief fans, we got Eagles fans. How many of you don't care who wins?
sometimes, doesn't it? Come on, he thought he was winning. He gets to the end zone and he celebrates. You know,
decision that you're going into changes, people around you don't understand what you're talking about. In fact, it might sound like you're crazy to your family and friends. I think about my father's testimony. My dad's testimony is this. You know, he, uh, I grew up in a pastor's house, but he didn't start out that way. He was running from God. He got involved in drugs. He got involved in dealing drugs. And one night he was overdosing from heroin. And in that moment of desperation, when he felt like he was dying, you know what he did? He called an audible. He said, Jesus, save me and set me free. And God stepped into his life. And do you know that he went back to his old drug buddies and told them what God had done? And they looked at him and said, have you lost your mind? You've been brainwashed. He said, hallelujah, my brain needed to be washed in the blood of Jesus. Sometimes when you make a change in your life and you call it on one say, I'm moving in a different direction, don't expect everybody else to go along with you. Sometimes you have to call it on one and say, I'm not doing what I've been doing anymore. Luke 15, 17, when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread? But I perish here with hunger. I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. So he calls an audible. He says, You know what? This is on me. I've messed up. I've failed. I'm not worthy to be called a son anymore, but the servants in my father's house have it better than this. The point of an audible is not to execute a perfect play. The point of an audible is to get out of the bad play. He came to his senses. He said, I've got to get out of here. And then we've all had those come to our senses moments, haven't we? Come on, we've all had to talk to ourselves. Okay, but you know, talk is cheap because audibles have to become actionable. You have to actually do something. And I think one of the toughest things about failure is that the enemy tries to weigh you down with guilt. Listen, God offers you life beyond regret. You cannot wallow in guilt and regret. You've got to call an all and say, you know what? I'm going to get past this guilt and regret and I'm going to start walking in the right way. Because life is about the directions you take, not the feelings you feel. Most somebody. Life changes about action, not emotion. So what do you do when you wake up in the big side? You own your mistakes, but you don't let your mistakes own you. Because nobody can go through life successfully living under the guilt and the weight of the past. You get up out of that pit side. You start walking in the right direction. You make up your mind, I'm going to stop going the wrong way, and I'm going to start going the right way. You know the Bible has a word for that? It's called repentance. Repentance means to stop, to turn around, and go in the other direction. That's when life change begins. Your life doesn't change when you sit and throw a pity party. The problem I found with pity parties is nobody else shows up. <laughs> it's a lonely party. So he said to himself, man, I will do something. And if you're sitting there today going, I'm not ready to change yet, maybe you, live a, maybe you need a little more picture in your life for change to happen. And there's plenty out there, but I don't know about you, but when I get in a mess, I'm ready to get out of that thing. Some of us are a little extra hard-headed, though, aren't we? 
know which ones you are because you're the ones who refuse to shake your hand in agreement this morning. <laughs> I see you. You're like me. I recognize that. When you feel like you're losing, number one, keep your eyes on the scoreboard. Two, call an audible. Number three, sometimes you got to throw a Hail Mary. <laughs> you know what a Hail Mary is, right? I'm not talking about the prayer. So we are going, <laughs> Hail Mary for the grace of the Lord. I'm not talking about the prayer. I'm not telling you to say a Hail Mary. I'm telling you to throw it. The Hail Mary is a play that is ranked as one of the most thrilling and most unlikely in all of football. Back in 2015, Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers throws a Hail Mary in the last second of the game to tie in Richard Rodgers. Here's, here's a look at that clip this morning. That's the kind of Hail Mary I'm talking about when the clock's run out and there's, there's no chance of anything happening and then all of a sudden something happens. They call that the miracle in Motown. It's the play that changes everything. For the prodigal son, this was the Hail Mary that nobody saw coming, okay? Because this is the guy who blew it. This is the guy who humiliated his father. And there was shame brought on that family. And the whole community, even all the religious people, when Jesus was telling this story, they're thinking, oh boy, he's the son of the earth. Everybody was looking down on this guy. He failed in so many ways, he didn't deserve anything. But look at what happened. Luke 15, 20. And he arose and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, he, you know, he rehearsed the speech in his head. Okay, some of y'all rehearse speeches in your head all the time. Stop doing that because that rarely works. Okay, he rehearsed the speech. Father, I'm sitting in heaven and before you I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, bring quickly the best robe and put it on and then put a ring on his hand. What does that ring mean? This is my son. He's a member of my house and he represents me. He says, you're not going to be my servant, you're going to be my child. Bring the best robe, put it on, put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring the fat cow. Hallelujah. The big juicy steaks. Amen. <laughs> bring the padded calf and kill it and let us eat and celebrate. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. His father was not sitting back at home thinking about how angry he was or how hurt he was or how mad he was at his son. He was standing at the door watching and waiting and hoping that his son would come home. And for Jesus, this was a mic drop moment. Jesus looked at these religious people and said, that's the heart of my father. That's the heart of God. And I'll never forget in my whole life when I realized God's not mad at me. God loves me. He doesn't want to hurt me. He wants to heal me. He doesn't want to destroy me. He wants to restore my life. And you've got to know something this morning. That's God's heart for you today. 
No matter what you've done or where you've been or how far you've run, some people you might feel like it's impossible for God to forgive you, to change you, to set you free. But what's impossible for man is possible with God. You know, Hail Mary is a rare thing in football, but God specializes in impossible situations. He is still in the miracle business, and His promise remains that whosoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. You put your faith in God this morning, and just like the Father did the prodigal son, He will love you and restore you and give you a hope and a new beginning this morning. Will you stand this morning as we pray for this moment? Thank you. 